Welcome to this, the third in the second series of Talking Terminal, a podcast to help you sleep. Today, just one interview with my good friend Barry, the second one we've done, where we go through his book, which we alluded to last time we chatted. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. So, here's Barry on the other line. How are you, Barry? I'm okay, Jeremy. You've uh, interrupted me as I'm searching through piles of old papers and uh, dust dust and dirt in the attic trying to find a poster. Why why on earth would you be doing anything as foolish as going into an attic at your age? Well, if you remember, I used to sell all the posters at the concerts for the student union, didn't I, at the end of the year? Yes, elastic band wrapped around it. Remember it well. Yeah, exactly. So... I never kept any posters or anything, but I but there is one poster in the book of the Sex Pistols tour, the Anarchy tour, and um, I had them on. But then I I got cobble feet, and because we had a lot of violence at the punk gigs, and uh, I thought this is going to be a bit too big because it was the, the Sex Pistols, the Clash, the New York Dolls, the Damned, were all on the same bill, so it was going to be a bit spectacular. So, uh, but I. I, uh, I cancelled the date, but Preston Guildhall took up the date, um, and they've just they've just put a, a poster of that tour on eBay, um, and already the bills are the bill the sorry the the um, bids are up to four thousand pounds and rising, and one poster from that tour for Manchester. Academy just went a few months ago for fourteen thousand pounds. Can you? You've got, got to pay somebody. It's in my book. Pay, <laughs> pay, pay one of the chimney sweeps to get up there and have a good search through <laughs> for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you are a bit of a hoarder. You are a bit of a hoarder of stuff, really, aren't you? Well, it, it, it's sad, really, in a way, because I didn't. You know, while, the, while all this thing was happening with the concert and everything, we had 15 years of so 350-odd shows. Um, Paul, my sort of researcher, put together um, for the book, and um, about 800 bands. But I didn't keep anything. I got the odd photograph, but I never kept any posters. I didn't, kept, didn't obviously, much to my dismay, I never... Um, I never kept, you know, it was hindsight because I should have got autographs and I never got autographs or signed memorabilia or programs or whatever. I keep looking on Flog It and Antiques Roadshow wincing. So, oh, that could have been my pension. So, just in terms of pension, the book is worth mentioning. It's called When Rock Went to College. As I remember, doesn't it have a sort of subtitle of Legends Live at Lancaster University? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the the, the thing is, people, you know, the trouble was the the bands that were on, you know, were just ridiculous now when you look back on it. But you didn't think at the time anything dramatically special was happening because you you just don't, do you? You know, you don't think you're doing something which is significant. But, you know, if you think back... Little tiny old Lancaster had the, the Who, the bit Pink Floyd, Paul McCartney, Black Sabbath. I'm just reading off the back of the book. <laughs> you two so that's the way to do it. So Eric if, Clapton, 
Tina Turner, Queen, T-Rex, Blondie, Ramones, Pretenders, ACDC. So, Barry, Barry, stop. Yeah. Sell the bleeding book to somebody. So there's eight listeners to this podcast. What on earth would get one of them to buy when Rock went to college? Well, it's two things. One is if you were if you were at Lancaster, or not actually not the university, because most of the audience was from the northwest of England, was from the area. They weren't 60 percent of the audience every week. You know, six hundred, twelve hundred people every week were from the local local area. Um, but if you were there, it was a it's a memory. There's. It's a story of how, for 15 years, Lancaster was one of the venues in the whole in the world. I would say, not I mean, Americans were asking to play here, not just you know, uh, not just uh, British acts, which you sort of expect. But we knocked Leeds off the uh, top of the uh, pile and became the venue, um, and we were on the we were on the circuit. You know, we were we were on the city hall circuit, uh, yes. not a college circuit. Yes, absolutely. Um, and every there's about. I think there's about 160, 170 photographs in there, none of which anybody has ever seen before because we didn't haven't used any commercial photographs. We've got none of the, the band's sort of um, record company photographs, anything like that. All the photographs are of the bands on the Great Hall stage at Lancaster University in that period. So, you know, they are totally unique. Some of them are very well done some of them a bit sort of you know um folk art in, in a way but um i mean we've been we've been quite um lucky really because people have got in touch with it. the first book sold out um and so i wasn't going to do a reprint but we did a reprint just lots of people approach us ah, i've got this and i've got that and that's like so we could actually do a new edition with a whole lot of new stuff in you and must do and for anybody- one of the most amazing guys there's a guy called david stewart contacted us from los angeles and, that and said hang on a minute he said i used to go up there all the time when i was 15 14 15 16 i've got street loads of photographs you can use if you want uh, if you're going to do a new edition well he said he could have used so we contacted him and said oh because right. he's he's one of the world's great photographers now but he started photographing punk bands at Clash and the Romans in uh, well they say in Morecambe on his uh, Wikipedia page but his Wikipedia page he goes on a he's a BAFTA nomination for short films in 1996 and in 2016 he's a Royal Photographic Society Award for Outstanding Achievement and Excellent and there <laughs> so he said he's all these photographs in so we've, we've loaded a load of those in the uh, new edition of the book. So it's um, Andy Kershaw's call, um, sort of calls it a, a truly important and entertaining culture and social history, which is nice of him, but uh, it sort of is, really. I think it's a marvellous read, and it's a book you can dip in and out of. And amusingly, you have a delightful dedication, which I'm not going to embarrass you to read at the front of it, which is clearly dedicated to your family. And then there is a particular page I'm very struck by, because in your dedication, you do make the rather neat point that Grandad wasn't always old and grey. And then on pages 350... And 351, there is a fantastic photograph of you. One of them is, I think it's your pass uh, for the Students' Union. Yeah, I think it's your Students' Union pass. And the other one is a photograph of you at the official opening of the Sugar House with, I think, Lord Taylor of Blackburn, 
who strikes me as looking about six and a half. Um, yeah. But maybe that can't... Oh, no, hang on. He's the old geezer handing you the thing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and isn't there... Oh, Princess Alexandra, bless her. And she... And then there's you. And you look even younger there than you did in the past. I'm slightly shocked by that. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the president of the Student Union, who is, knight of, uh, who is now a, a knight of the realm, Sir Kevin Collins, who designed the national curriculum. Well, he's got to be thanked for something. Um, I'm not, sure, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure the national curriculum goes down well with anybody. But anyway, absolutely fantastic. And it's a marvellous book. Even the second edition, Barry, has got a plethora of fascinating photos. So if you've got all these more from somebody, you should definitely, definitely, definitely get them into another edition. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... It, it, as I say, it really is quite... The thing is, if you're just interested in that period of rock music, which was of music in general, because it's not just about rock, it's about the other you know, stuff, you know. Um, and, uh, we had a Ravi Shankar on, didn't we? And um, there is other exotic things, including... Um, Fairport Convention. Philip Jenkinson, if you remember. Doing I do. His, uh, oh, Phil. History of, history of, uh, of Phil. eroticism in yes. the cinema. And, uh, of course. <laughs> what do you mean? I re- remember it. I've recorded it. I've got the photographs. <laughs> no, I haven't. And we, Fairport we took, Convention. We took him for a meal, if you remember, at this steak and kebab. I do. Oh, is that still going? That's Is that still going, that steak and kebab? No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. I was, but the chef is still about. It is about... Uh, hundred yards away from where I live. Maybe you can make us up a meal when I pop up next. Um, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> and we had Fairport Convention on, didn't we? I'm very fond of Fairport Convention. Yeah, yeah. I was looking in Scan the John student, Martin about 10 John times. Martin. Oh yes, <laughs> everybody liked him. So the book is just to repeat: it's when Rock went to college, and how would people go about getting a copy of it if they wanted to? Which is the best uh, way? <laughs> The Carnegie Publishing in Lancaster. Um, that, that's the only way we're doing it now because we we saw the first book out and it was it was one of Waterstone's top sellers at Christmas in the in the region, and um, Amazon had it at number seventy in the in the sales for one. So it, it went really well for for something which was quite a niche book, but it's sold around the world. I mean, I've got. You know, photographs of it in in for the primary schools in in Greece, would you believe? Um, but uh, the, the uh, so this, but the new edition we couldn't. Uh, it's just such an expensive book to to make. It's heavy duty. It's large. It's full color, and it's about four hundred and odd pages. So we on the we couldn't do a bigger run, a big enough run to make it economically viable to put it through shops and that. So basically it's just the publisher. So go to the publisher. Myself. 384 so beautiful pages, colour, black and yes. white, very amusing texts indeed. Good. Thank you, Barry. Now, you're still in the Lancaster area, more based in Morecambe, I think. How's yes. how's yes. lock? just briefly, how's lockdown been and have you been flooded? No, we, we haven't been flooded, actually. Um, we're all right around here. Lancaster's suffered a little bit, but not as badly as Yorkshire or further south, to, you know, North Wales and uh, Cheshire is badly hit. But we've I mean, it's rained for two days, but actually it's sunny as we, as we speak at this moment in time. It is blazing sunshine, but uh, I don't know. Lockdown's really... 
I mean, it ceased to be a joke, isn't it? Well, it's quite funny the first time, but, you know, now it's worn off a bit. I'm just getting a bit uh, depressed like everybody else is. Bam, is Bam getting depressed. I don't believe you could ever get depressed. <laughs> it's the monotony of it every day, isn't it? You, sort of, you wake up in the morning and your the whole excitement of the day is, what are we going to have for... T- Sorry, tea tonight. Sorry, you're a Southern United dinner tonight. Supper, darling. Um, Supper, darling, please. <laughs> tea. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, the main, that's the only interesting part of each day. So, now. well, what are you going to do for the next podcast? Tell the listeners. There's eight of them, seven by the got to this point, probably. Uh, what are we going to do next on a podcast that you are going to contribute to? What's your plan? Well, I thought you wanted to... Yeah, talk about um, cricket. Are you going to arrange some of the cricket with and um, cricket and football? Yes, you, you're like going to my my love affair with cricket. Yeah, you're going to you're going to teach me something about a love affair with cricket, and we'll do that yeah. in a couple of weeks' time. So that will keep you occupied. And okay, we can we can listen to the cricket because it's on again tomorrow. It is. I will watch. I will listen to it. I can watch it. Why not? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. But didn't you? Am I not? Yes. Am I not dreaming? Do you, do you not listen to it in the middle of the night sometimes? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, no, that was... Yes, I have done. Uh, no, no, I told you a story about that. Indeed you did. All a, right. A, 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 young, a young lady, a young lady who was uh, in, in bed with and uh, first time and together and uh, she was quite mystified as to what was happening to her. Um, John. Brian Johnson going on about <laughs> cakes in, uh, in Pakistan at 3 a.m. Indeed. Well, it's better than anything else any of us could do in bed at our age. Right. (laughs) And on on that totally inappropriate note, as always, Barry, thank you so much. Such a joy. And we will speak again soon. Okay. Great. Look forward to it. 